Don't please the Alien Federation. The Simpsons are back haunting Burger King. Now in every big kid's meal, you can get a Simpsons creepy classic. Each has a cookie spooky screen. You can collect all ten, if you dare. <laughs> they know how to make you smile. You're already here, why don't you stay a while? Kick back, relax, you freaks. They're playing all the tricks and taking all of the treats. Grab a whiskey and hang on tight. Smoke that bong with all your might. They write books, but that ain't all. One's short and smooth and one is hairy and tall. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and then drive each other so insane. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Best buds talking book of the week and all the horror stuff that they think is neat. Hanging loose through in ridiculous reads. Not cause we deserve it, cause it's what we need. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. They argue about everything and drive each other so insane. Vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's vital social issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Welcome to Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Oh, we are back. We are back in that howl. You know what that means. It's a Halloween special. You know, we couldn't leave you hanging for Halloween. We had to come back and we're coming back with the vengeance. I am John Wayne. With me as always, Christopher Triana. Chris, how are you, sir? Great to see you. Great to see you too, my friend. Great to be back on the show. It has been a while. We've both been very busy, yeah. uh, but we didn't want to leave all three of our listeners hanging for uh, for our annual Halloween special. This is our Halloween special number four. Thanks for uh, hanging in there, Mom. I appreciate it. You know, I told yes, you thanks, <laughs> thanks, John Wayne's mom for still listening. Uh, yeah, for those of you who are still listening or watching us on YouTube, we really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we are. Uh, lamentably, we've we've not done a show in in a long time, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll fix that. Uh, but John Wayne's on the road a lot. I'm busy a lot too. I've had I've been on the road a lot this month, even though I'm not on the road as uh, as much as John Wayne. I, I have been very busy this month. We're uh, we're all busy. We're very busy in our own individual yeah, yeah. ways for good reasons. <laughs> so it's harder to you know harder to get it together sometimes. Excuses, excuses. Yeah, we're just making excuses. For You're right. Other, I've <laughs> for our other failure. <laughs> God, man, we really the wheels came off of that one pretty pretty early on. I think. They really yeah. did. Really yeah. did. Let's just wow. own up to it. We haven't done the show in a while, uh, <laughs> yeah. but but we're doing a show now. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> and we're happy. <laughs> we're happy to, to be. be we're happy to be back. We're happy to be back. I know <laughs> this. This episode, like uh, a little later on, we're going to be talking a, a lot more about what we've been up to long term, like over the you know last few months. And we're going to talk some Halloween stuff, uh, of course. But um, uh, I guess like I wanted to like I was talking to you a little bit before the show about the the play I went and saw last night, a musical yes. right here in downtown Las Vegas. Very also very on brand for Halloween time. It was called Screamed 
with an apostrophe D. And um, it's a it was a musical parody of Scream with all 90s pop hits as songs. And they were all sung live. There was a live band playing all the songs like um, and it was very, very fun. Uh, it's the second production I've seen by this theater company. I, I, they did a, a, a absolute killer version of Hedwig and the Angry Inch a few months ago. <clears throat> but this was awesome and on brand for Halloween and uh, an awesome, awesome time. Just completely original play, like written, like the director was there, like they wrote it. It's a parody and it's 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 very fun. Uh, have you ever seen well, anything it, like that where they parody like a, a, a something on, on theater wise? Not not in a musical, um, but that is interesting. When when you say they did '90s hits, did they make the did they change the lyrics to make them about Scream or about what was happening? Or? No, they they didn't, and I'm glad they didn't. Like it, it, like maybe they would throw in like Ghostface for something, but they wouldn't. Mm -hmm. it, it was like, you know, just like stupid shit, like uh, you know, fucking NSYNC and Boys to Men. But then right. it was like um. They what else? They did a Blink One Eighty Two song. They did. They did a bunch of like. Oh, they did. They got Flagpole oh, Sitter song. A bunch of like early nineties. Well, like top you're not, forty. You're, not, you're <laughs> yeah. not selling it to me with the Insync and Blink One Eighty Two. But it's cool, man. But it was very cool. I'm sure it is. Like, it was super awesome, and everybody could sing really well, and it was. Uh, so I always enjoy that. And it's in a smaller That's like cool. type thing. Maybe like a hundred people in this theater. We had yeah. VIP seats, of course. So we were at a little cocktail table, like on the floor. Uh, but it was awesome, man. It was very, it was very cool. So, um, anybody in Vegas, this, this actually, I, this is this time stamp will carry through. This goes through November, takes a break in December, and then they have announced they're bringing it back in January for like limited runs of this screamed one, uh, with some other horror stuff. They're going to do the craft as well. So, oh, that's cool. Cool, cool to that's see, cool. uh, like a horror, a horror type theater, horror adjacent theater going on, uh, outside of the horror month if you will you know mm. so it's not just for uh october not, anymore not just october mm. yeah that is fun that does sound fun i've yeah i've not seen uh anything like that i do remember um i saw dirty dancing the musical once. oh hell yeah yeah i did <laughs> um, that sounds uh, that sounds horny as hell dude oh oh yeah it's very <laughs> sexy no it was actually um extremely campy if you can imagine that um so it, it wasn't i wouldn't say it was good uh but the dancing was very good and i sound like a nancy saying that but it was the dancing was really impressive no that's uh, not, but, i love seeing that stuff yeah that's cool and people can dance and shit but it was it was not great though because like they did so they made some weird choices like there was a scene where they were supposed to the two main characters were supposed to be driving in a car and they're based they were just sitting in chairs just regular ass chairs on the stage and the guy was doing this shit where you you put out your hand yeah, and pretend he's like miming like it a steering yeah. Wheel. Yeah, yeah he was just miming having a steering wheel and it wasn't supposed to be funny but the audience started laughing because it was so ridiculous that they were doing that and the the thing that really got me is it it, it seemed like uh like they didn't need to be in a car for the scene they could have been walking and just having the dialogue that they were saying it's like why did you put this in a car and have like miming opening and closing the door and having the sound effect it was just silly uh yeah Guess we'll never so, know i don't know why they chose to do it that way they also had a, a very interesting thing where they um they would with some kind of laser light or something some kind of projector they would put a fake background on on the curtains you know but somehow oh, okay. they were but somehow they were able to have like the actors still in front of that 
But you know, like there's that whole lake scene in Dirty Dancing where he picks her up in the lake. They did mm-hmm. that with like a fake lake in the background. It was it was kind of weird looking, but uh maybe some rear anyway. projection or something. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It was it was it looked kind of neat, but it was also kind of strange and kind of I don't I don't want to say took you out of it because I never really got into it, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Absolutely, absolutely. I noticed That's, behind you, you've got a skull with a bunny mask on, like the like yes. the bunny man of Virginia over there. Is that who that is? Is, that, is there a bunny man of Virginia? Yes. Yeah. You don't know that uh, urban legend? I don't. Is this like Jack yeah. me, me uh, Stiltskin Jack or whatever? What was a uh, God damn it uh, that Jonathan Butcher um, told us about? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Something uh, Jack. God. Yeah, damn it. I don't that know. guy was he, cool. He was the best one. Spring yeah, Hill? Yeah. No. Spring... Yeah, it was something like that, like Spring Springy Jack or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I, it was. It was. Uh, folks, go back and listen to our old Urban Legends uh, episodes uh, to find out more. But what's the Virginia Bunny? Uh, yeah, it was called the Bunny Man, and um, you know, it was you know some story about like, how like a hundred years ago some escaped lunatic. Uh, I forget what town in Virginia, but some town in Virginia, he, you know, uh, he was like living under a bridge and he would cut off the heads of bunnies and hang the bunnies like under the bridge. Um, And it was this, yeah, it was this just urban legend for a long time. But then in like the seventies, there were actual reports of this bunny man. So it it went from like urban legend myth uh, to a reality. I mean, I I would think that this was a guy who was inspired by the urban legend because that came something like eighty years before these appearances did. Hmm. Uh, but but basically, this guy, uh, yeah. like this this couple, was making out in a car and they got attacked by this guy in a bunny mask uh, who like threw a hatchet at him and was yelling hmm. at him, asking what the hell they were doing there. Uh, and then you know, and they took off, got away from him. And then right around the same time, like a day or two later, there was a security guard who caught a guy in a bunny mask hanging out like on this, this property that was being built in this, you know, neighborhood that was being developed. Mm-hmm. And, and the bunny man said like the same type of thing, like, what are you doing in this neighborhood? And blah, blah, blah. So, uh, uh, and, and I guess he, he, I, I, I forget what happened with the security guard, if he ran him off or what, but anyway, uh, yeah. So they're like, there were these documented cases of, um, of the bunny man like actually reported to police i think it was the 70s or early 80s uh and it's like the story just lives on to this day like people that they have like big halloween parties under that same bridge uh-huh. uh you know and everything what the so, fuck what we didn't yeah. five two questions one now these teenagers making out were they uh in a real car or were they pantomiming the car <laughs> yeah, when, the, yeah. when the bunny <laughs> <Yes>. came <laughs> and also guess... we we didn't talk about this on our whole series that we did on urban legends yeah, we covered a lot of urban legends, but I mean, there are more of them out there that, like, yeah, we just didn't get around to. Mm, yeah. Oh. Well, I smell a sequel or a squeakle. The, the, uh, I, 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 I'm always happy to talk urban legends. <clears throat> I was actually thinking about those shows we did uh, because I was thinking again about Polybius, that haunted video game or video game conspiracy or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about that the other day because I have a, I'm incorporating some video game stuff into a story I'm working on. Uh, but that was a fun show when we talked about about all that. I love that urban legend. Yeah, that's the that that was very cool. Everyone, go back and listen to those as well, uh, and then yes. and then uh, write a three page essay. Yes, uh, I want footnotes. Cite your cite your uh, work, please, and yes. we'll expect those uh, on our desk by Monday, I presume. Yes, so. yes, <clears throat> I, I think it's a, a reasonable 
time frame. That gives them a week. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, um, man, it's been a while since we started getting this show going. It's like we're, you know, kickstarting it, but it's getting there. It's rumbling along. Yeah. 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 Um, We're we're dusting things off here. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I literally dusted off my uh microphone stand that's why you've got that french maid outfit on i was wondering it's true, yeah, it's okay. true. well i mean that's that's one of the reasons well wow. you see that feather duster <laughs> back there i see yeah i thought about wearing my halloween costume for this but it involves fangs and i'm going to be talking a lot so so I much thought, yeah that'd be a lot yeah it would you- be so do you want to reveal yeah. what that is to people or uh, you want to, uh, yeah, you, post, I, you posted it, I guess. You yeah, yeah, I posted pictures. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, this year I, I decided to be Teen Wolf, mm-hmm. uh, which has been a lot of fun. I was Macho Man last year uh, and I've been Macho Man before, but last year I went like Macho Man Deluxe with the full Slim Jim costume. Oh, shit. John Wayne's got the Teen Wolf action figure. There he is. There. See? Is it? Is it? the action figure or is it you i don't know it's it looks just it looks just like just, me it really does the, the costume yeah. does look great thank looks you awesome. I appreciate it uh yeah the jacket is is actually like a nice jacket it's like a real coat i thought it was just gonna be some flimsy cheap spirit halloween thing but it's it's a legit jacket it's it's like <laughs> a real leather letter jacket like from a high it's school a real, or yeah a letterman jacket mm-hmm. do you imagine if i just wore it around all the time from now on like... i would <laughs> love that i'm sure <laughs> it would be hilarious would it be uh would it be letter- costume no i know just buy it just whatever what is your letter in B, I think, uh, boys. Uh, yeah, I don't know what is that. <laughs> B, I, I think for uh, Beavers was the name. Yeah, of the yeah, yeah. I know basketball team. Yeah, but that's what people would just be talking about. You. Oh, for me, for yeah, me, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, did yeah. He, uh, Let's see, got what did he letter in? B I for like... for books. Yeah, because I write books, huh? That's a, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of books, we, speaking of books. I think that's a perfect segue. Yes, thank you. Very good. Mm-hmm. That brings us into our first segment. You know what? You love it. Book of the week. Book. Book. Book of the Book. week, folks. Yay. Yes, so we've got a couple. We do. We're doing a, you know, we're back uh, this this time with us, and we're going to just plow through with our things uh this this time around so we are yes. we're going to be shameless self-promoters just like thomas edison that's right remember <laughs> when homer wanted to be thomas edison that was yeah like, that's what i was that's what i was referencing oh when, yeah uh, yeah yeah me too shameless self-promoter <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 me too <laughs> try to keep up try to keep up the show hasn't just started i get it i get it i'm on it i'm on it i'm dusting my microphone stand okay stand yeah, yeah. all right do you want to do you want to go first um, I guess we could trade back, go back and forth here if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We've got a couple of things that are brand new that we wanted to talk to you all about. Uh, so, uh, John, why don't you give us our first book of the week? Tell us what you've got. All right, coming out. So this is Halloween. Halloween. This actually is um <clears throat> available today while you're listening to this on the Halloween day. You Whoa. can or- order this. Whoa. I mean, whoa, whoa! I had to throw in a whoa there for you. No, it's all good. Um, but my uh, my splatter western is finally being released. It's called "All of Your Dreams Will Come True When You're Dead," 
And uh, it's a part of the Splatter Western series that was going on with Death's Head and now Dead Sky or whatever they're they're called now. Uh, but it's uh, first of all, the cover is amazing. Justin Kuhn's cover. Uh, very, oh, very he's stoked. He's the best, on. right? Yes, yeah. he's, he's, he's awesome. Um, I don't have any copies of it to show the thing, but you can look it up. Uh, and it's a cosmic horror uh, Western type of thing. Um, you know, in true John Wayne fashion, I just like hijack the genre and bend it to my will. Um, nice. But uh, I do like, you know, remember when I was writing this, I was watching a bunch of spaghetti Westerns. Uh, we, You and I were talking Westerns. I was reading a bunch of books. <clears throat> So, um, yeah, it takes that and it, it kind of puts it in this kind of cosmic uh, nut shell mm. that's around it. And uh, it's very fun. So, I, did a lot of, I did a lot of research on guns for this because there's a, a, a trick shot tournament or trick shot thing that is happening throughout the book that keeps coming back to it. So I did a fuck ton of research on guns, which I uh, don't ever shoot. Mm. So there. <laughs> what were you gonna cool. say? So when you, I was gonna ask about it. Um, so when you say cosmic horror, do you mean kind of like Lovecraftian cosmic horror, or like yeah, something more? like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's a uh, this entity who this this is set in West Texas in the 1800s, and he's basically called a, a bunch of people from the different towns that just takes them away to his little town, which is, doesn't really exist. It exists between two planes of existence but he's been kicked out of the void and he wants to get back into the void where he believes he'll hold some dominion but he can't get go in so he's coaxing behemoth out and if he can break through then he thinks he can then sneak back up into that uh place but it's got the these bandits called the calamity three which are his henchmen um a young girl named alistair who is his adopted daughter and protege um and uh, yeah, so it's it's all that kind of good spaghetti Western stuff, trick shooting. It's about a shootist, uh, a gunfighter, not a shootist. I mean, um, and and uh, it was it was a lot of fun to write. It just I'm very happy for it to come out. Very nice, man. Very cool. Congratulations on that. And I know you've worked on it for a while because, um, yeah, like you were saying, we were talking about it like years ago. We were talking about uh doing the you know the horror westerns because i've got mine and you were working mm -hmm. on yours so congrats i'm excited that's out the cover's beautiful and i really like the title too um is, is that true will, will all my dreams come true when i'm dead uh as far as i i can tell that actually okay. um yes it's true uh okay. and actually I, uh, just a little inside baseball one of the bands i used to play in called letters to voltron um on our record called robot journey we have a song called all of your dreams will come true when you're dead uh, so that's where I took that that line from our own uh, song, which you can listen to it streaming or whatever if you want to. But that's where it comes it comes from. Very nice. Ideas are parallel. What's parallel? The ideas are parallel. Oh yes. And then I lowered yeah, I my fake it's... glasses and looked over them, and then put them back. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is uh, for many many years my email. Um, I don't know if I should even say it now on the show. I don't want everyone to have my email. But my email in one of my books titles was the like I, I took it from the name of my email of all things. So oh nice. Uh, yeah. So uh but anywho, um that is cool. Uh I want to go ahead and talk about some stuff that I've got. I'm gonna take my turn here. Again, we've got a few books to tell you folks about. 
Uh, my latest uh, from Cemetery Dance, That Night in the Woods. Uh, this is a conventional horror novel. Uh, this was kind of my tribute to the 80s horror paperbacks that I grew up reading in the 90s. Uh, so this is not quite as extreme as some of the other stuff that I've known for, but it's still a Triana novel. It's still dark and violent and has uh, a diabolical twist that has really divided my readers. Some readers really like the, the, the ending and some people really did not like the ending. I've had many people say that they wow. really enjoyed the book and hated the fucking ending. So mm. that, so readers out there, if you're listening to this, if you haven't read it yet, uh, you decide. You decide. Yeah. I want to like. Doesn't that make you, you want to read it even more to see if you know, how you'll feel about the ending? So anyway, I that night so. in the woods. Thank you. I I think so too. So anyway, that night in the woods. It's out now from Cemetery Dancing. You get a paperback and ebook, or you can get the signed hardback from me at my website trianahorror.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a spooky one. Yeah. Do you, can you give any like the basic premise or you just want to yeah, sure, leave it sure. all? It actually, yeah. it actually, it's perfect for Halloween time because it does take place on two separate Halloweens. Uh-huh. Uh, but basically this group of friends uh, reunite uh, one Halloween. Uh, they haven't seen each other in like 30 years. You know, they were friends back in the nineties and um, something really bad happened on a Halloween night. Uh, you know that 30 years ago when they were teenagers and now yeah. they're getting to get now they're forced to kind of get back together again and uh and face what happened and face how they handled it um uh and you know so it's kind of like the past coming back to haunt you uh and it's also kind of a cautionary tale if you will about reconnecting with people from your distant past and how that can go horribly wrong oh yeah that sounds awesome dude Thanks, man. I gotta know the ending now. I gotta weigh in on this ending. <laughs> Buy my book. Buy my book. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, what else do you have for us? Mr. I got a, I, I also have a uh, sh- uh, a story collection that is being released uh, this next week as well, the week of Halloween, um, called the Curses Collection by it's it's coming out of oddness press from san francisco and is fully illustrated as well by uh, an artist named mike dubish uh oh, that's cool so it's called the curses collection it's it's got a pretty sweet ass cover I, I wish i could show it looking at it right now uh it's kind of like a noir pulp noir cover ish looking that's what it reminds me and this is 13 fucked up tales on the front and it's a uh, it's a collection of uh, like I said, 13 stories in which all of the cursed people are cursed in some way or another. Um, ah, okay. So it's a themed collection. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind and of, then yeah. the the last story is a novella pretty much um, of novella length that's in there. Uh, nice. And I'm, uh, are these, very, are these, are these all new stories or some of them reprints from stuff you put out th- in the past or. Uh, they it is I was 70 30 70% new 30% previously published ah, in the past that's cool so it's that's a lot cool. of newer uh newer stuff that hasn't been out there yet but some old oldies some goodies to get yeah. you going there um I think but that's yeah. I, I think that's a, a cool way to do it I've done that with with my own stuff too where you know I'll take um you know I have two short story collections I'm planning to release a third one <laughs> uh but yeah it's you know because you know, your your fans may not have every single anthology you were ever in, so it's cool to kind of collect those and put them in one handsome volume. But 
for for those hardcore you know fans who have read everything already you want to have some extra new stuff it's kind of like a you know a comedian going on on tour and you know you want to do your your hits your seven dirty words or whatever but uh but then you want to have new material as well so yeah uh, that's very Absolutely. cool very cool um uh and you you said it's illustrated is there a, like a, a drawing for each story pretty much like um you know the the artist uh yeah there's at least one illustration for each story some of them have a couple in there um uh, okay and uh it's got a nice intro written by sam richard of weird punk books um nice. and uh it's it's just really it's uh looks really cool so something new i haven't had a fully illustrated you know book of prose before so yeah uh but what made you decide to do that 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 was there that was on the press's uh suggestion that they're oh. they uh they like to incorporate um music and uh visual art with their book releases and they do a magazine called uh forbidden futures uh you probably heard of i don't know if you've heard of it. uh i had because i did a originally uh last few months ago i did a story in the the punk rock issue that they put out about a cursed punk rock club and they asked me to write a song about it which i did and recorded and they released it um on their website you can like stream it or whatever uh but they do stuff like that they try to put soundtracks to things to to books and stories um they had me narrate a couple of stories from the book so they could put those out um they kind of like like to have more interactive things going on or try to so i uh they suggested it i said let's do it and um it turned out really well so that's yeah. awesome <clears throat> congrats uh now i saw you post something i think on instagram or something of uh some kind of magazine i guess that was it i thought oh, maybe you were doing your no, own magazine i am i was waiting i okay. didn't know if i could uh talk about that yet either well well, well yeah i, I want to see more i want to know what this is gas money magazine yeah uh, that's it, gas money. it to the to the thing right now um this is something that i've been it's been like in uh myself and nick p shouts out mind for a while we've like come up with these ideas i've compiled all of this stuff and i finally like sat down a, a few weeks ago or a few months a couple months ago when i had a seven days off built this magazine from the you know from all of the shit that we'd been fucking around with and uh it's in the spirit of like a mad magazine or cracked magazine type of thing it's got nice. you know letters to the editor that are you know funny and it's full of like full drawings of fake ads that i've I've come up with fake products and stuff that Nick and I have brainstormed, but it also, I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> it, it also includes like as, as the articles in it are uh, actually all come together in a like novelette type of uh, situation from me as well. Um, that follow these two characters meet in Greece throughout the, uh, the magazine here. So it was something that we came up with so that like, it's called gas money because it's like something extra to have. So, you can like, hey, man, if you want to help put us put gas in the tank, like this magazine is for that, you know, right, so they're, right. they're, on, they're only 10 bucks. They're on my website right now, johnwindisdead.com. And I will have them, uh, of course, at the table uh, at the last, you know, at the conventions that I'll be at moving forward. But this is the first issue. I'm super stoked on it. It came out good. It looks good. 54 pages. Um, and I'm already starting to compile stuff for issue two. So that can, great, I man. can make make like a serialized type of thing so it's just fun you know it's just silly yeah but uh it's uh you know another way to flex 
my artistic muscles like that. And uh, yeah, yeah. the challenge doing layout for a magazine is kind of challenging. I liked it. It's a cool, cool challenge. But uh, well, it looks that. really cool. And I love the whole uh, the whole fake products in there. I think that's great, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of like the uh, kind of like the, the shit in the back of comic books back in the day, X-ray specs and yeah. like all that kind of stuff. It kind of makes me think of that. Yeah. And this is things like pre-pissed pants. So you, buy, so you get those so you you know you don't have to worry about pissing them later because they already come that's, that way man that's that's now that's convenience right <laughs> i mean some of the you know some of these could be real things you know we could get them out there this is a way yeah how this much how much do they cost the pre-pissed pants it depends yeah. it's it's the size and pit and the amount of piss you want it's like a, you get a call yeah it's like there's a whole like website you can go on and build it like you know you I build see. your car before you it's, buy it it's so. like build a build a bear but it's with peated with, pants with, yeah. with piss pants yeah yeah, yeah you're piss getting pants. it yeah, i get you're it getting it <laughs> very nice gas money buy your copy today check it uh, out well, speaking of issues and new issues of things, this, I, I think this is the last thing we're going to hawk, the last product. <laughs> um, but wait, uh, there's more. Well, there's more. At least this is the last thing we're going to hawk this episode. Uh, the brand new issue of the obituaries. Uh, uh, ob- obituaries, uh, issue number five, Hell yeah. uh, is out now. This, uh, of course, is the anthology series of scary stories that I do with Daniel Volpe, Aaron Beauregard, uh and and me um mm-hmm. and uh artist nick justice who does the illustrations i can't really even show them they're so filthy this time we'll get kicked off youtube Ooh, la, la. uh yeah they're filthy and violent um in fact the uh the uh the story that i wrote for this one it's a new story uh it's kind of novelette length it's called live nude horror Hell yeah. uh thank you and it's the most sexually deranged thing i've written in a while like so if you're a fan of body art or toxic love books like that uh, then this is for you. But uh, we've been doing get special guest authors. Last issue, we had a guest author of Edward Lee. All new material from Edward Lee. Pretty cool. And this time, we've got Brian Smith. So we're very excited yes. to, to welcome Splatterpunk legend Brian Smith. He wrote an all new novelette called The Sick Place. Uh, you can only get these books at obitshorror.com. O-B-I-T-S horror.com. Uh, and they're triple signed. By myself, Volpe Beargard, and this one is also signed by Smith. Pretty cool. Out now. Come get it. Um, I uh that's awesome, dude. I, of course, those those the obituaries magazines are are always awesome. Uh I'm glad Thank to see that's issue five now, pumping them out. I love it. It's it's um, issue five. And actually, I mean, I mean, we we kind of they're kind of like uh, I mean, they're they're really more like books than magazines at this point because like the stories have gotten longer, and now that we have four authors, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's it's actually like a good sized paperback now. I I just read a Brian Smith book, um, actually, uh, yeah. Dead, Dead End House, I think. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, very cool. I I always love his stuff, so uh, excited to see uh, him putting out something with something with you guys in in the book there. Yeah, Let's he's check fantastic. That out. He is fantastic. Uh, we're very excited to have him. Uh, we've got a couple of other splatterpunk legends lined up for the series uh but we've so far we've had edward lee and brian smith and we're still very much over the moon about being able to get them involved yeah very cool cool man um cool i'm excited so we've got a lot of cool stuff out between between us uh the two of us but but don't don't just stop there look beyond uh 
uh, to our contemporaries yeah. and and uh, all the other great stuff that we we love to promote. But uh, and this is this is just the recent shit. I mean, yeah, like, we haven't done a show in what ten months or something. Yeah, there's uh, stuff out there. Lots of stuff. Lots of good stuff. I, I released Along the River of Flesh, which is a sequel to Gone to See the Riverman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have another novel called Prettiest Girl in the Grave. Uh, there's There's been a lot of stuff. So for some reason, you only you only listen to this podcast and don't follow us online or anything. Uh, there's more shit out there. That's all we're saying. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. But uh, oh, yes, yeah. you oh, can yeah. find it. But uh, very cool, man. Um, all right. I'm feeling good. Feeling good? Feeling, feeling spry. Feeling well, spry. You know, I think then it's time to get into everybody's favorite subject, our Uh-oh. favorite uh, segment, I should say, uh, which is Book of the Week. Wait, it's Ridiculous Reads, isn't it? No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally, so I'm totally wrong. Uh, let's make sure we leave that in, too, because that was really stupid. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite segment, Ridiculous Reads. ridiculous ridiculous utterly ridiculous uh now we were chatting a little bit off offline here uh we were talking uh and i and and about ridiculous reads and how how much i miss us doing it uh because it's it's always been the most fun and funny part of the show in my opinion it's always been hilarious yes uh and I still collect ridiculous books just for this segment, even though we haven't done the, the show in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've had this one saved for a long time, dude. Uh, at least a year I've had this one saved. And I'm really excited to read from it and to show it to you. Uh, I'm going to read you uh, the, the caption on the front of the book before I show it to you. Uh, it says, he's the dude with a plan to stick it to the man. And this, my friends, is the novelization of superfly i i have to tell you i have that exact one as well no fucking way i do Ah. that's a nick a nick p special he uh one one of the ones he gave to me so very Uh, cool fuck yeah dude uh, see well well i guess i beat you to the punch with doing it for the show absolutely i'm i'm happy all right well it's I was amazed when I saw this. I'm amazed that this existed even. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, it was a little more, it was at a used bookstore. I was actually, I got this, I believe I got this at a used bookstore in PA when I was hanging out with Wes. Uh, so this is from a while ago. Uh, so anyway, uh, it was a little bit more expensive. I got a several uh, novel movie novelizations while I was there. This mm-hmm. one is a little bit more expensive. I guess it's more collectible, but I was like, whatever the price is. Give it to me. I'll pay and, double, good sir. I'll, I'll just Gladly. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want. I'll blow you, you know, whatever. <laughs> <Whoa>. uh, <laughs> but what I really like, too, is that the blurbs in the opening of the book are for the movie in, instead of the They're book. They're not for the book. <laughs> no. It's like, this one is a must-see, <laughs> you know, a very awesome. important movie and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and the back has this sweet picture of Ron O'Neill. You know, uh, Fuck in, yeah, it does, dude. Look sexiest. at that. Yeah, right? He's got a gun. He's got a white sports jacket a White on, sport coat. He's got the long is, hair. He's got the, uh, some sexy, that mustache. Look at his wings yeah, and the, shit that he's got on. He Come on. Mad, he's mad pimping Come in this. Come on. Hell yeah. Uh, so what, what, what really uh, interested me more than anything is 
is I, I, I always like to see how books begin. Uh, you know, like we know as writers, you know, like you got to hook people from the beginning. That opening line is is very important. Um, but I was curious. I was like, how do they do this? How do they open up Superfly? So I'm going to read right from the start. I'm just going to read a you know, page or two here. Uh, now, for those of you who may not know, Superfly is a black exploitation classic from the 1970s. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you really should. It's fantastic. Uh, it's very uh, important film in uh, black culture, particularly at the time, you know, it was, uh, 72. Um, and a great soundtrack by Curtis Mayfield as well. So there's a lot of reasons you see Superfly, but uh, it is a black exploitation film. And I bring this up because uh, as I'm going to read from the book, uh, there's a, a lot of the N word and I'm not going to say that for obvious reasons. Yeah. I will, I will just, I will just say man or something like that or skip it entirely. Uh, so Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that I am editing the text for this read. Gotcha. So I, you know, I just want to be straight up about that, that this is abridged <laughs> in that it's sense. Abridged, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's how it starts. Don't let anybody tell you ever that it's the same sun that shines on Park Avenue and Harlem alike. No way. Okay, so so right away, that's that's a really perfect opening for this I, I think it's great can you use uh, uh one like sp certain word for the n-word every time so we know like uh, uh ho homie or uh i'm just gonna say man i'm just gonna say man man yeah okay yeah yeah did he say uh, man did he say he was splitting anything like that uh, go, go ahead no go ahead. no uh let's tread carefully with all of that please <laughs> um so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna start over because I really like the way they opened this. Don't let anybody tell you ever that it's the same sun that shines on Park Avenue and Harlem alike. No way. Old Mister Sun may smile on the rich bitch penthouses that look down over over uh, that look down over Park, but he sure as hell wears a frown when he gets further uptown. There, around 125th Street, even the weakest rays of the winter sun light up the filth and the shabbiness of the streets without warmth or mercy. The bright colors of the stores and the cheap merchandise, the overflowing garbage in the seldom empty bins, the grimy doorways with their nodding occupants huddled, the rats and the roaches, all are touched by the sun without gentleness. Poverty seems to shrink away from the light. Now that's a great opening paragraph for a movie novelization, really well written. Yeah, is this like uh, Wuthering Heights or something? Like, I know, this, right? Uh, it's like a great American novel or some shit. Yeah, I should say that this uh, this is written by Philip Fenty, uh, based on on. Oh, oh no, wait! It says a novelization based on the original screenplay by Philip Fenty. But is it this? Is he the one who wrote it? Oh, oh no, wait! The screenplay was by Barbara Shore. Novelization by Philip. Fenty. I mm. did not know that a that a woman wrote the screenplay for Superfly. I did not know that. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, really good uh, opening. Really captures the feeling of nineteen early nineteen seventies New York when it was uh, re really a, a dark and gritty place. <clears throat> All right. I'll continue now. Joy Boy Johnson stood on the corner of 125th and Lennox, strung out, his eyes slitted against the feeble rays of the early December sun, his head aching from the light. He felt no warmth from the sunlight, no warmth from his green imitation fur-lined snorkel jacket, 
where the knitted cap pulled down low over his forehead and ears. Joy Boy was cold to the bone, the bones where his jones lay deep, the hopeless cold of the junkie who can never get warm. He shivered, dancing from foot to foot, as the crowds of people, black and Spanish, pushed past him on this busy afternoon. His stomach ached, and he couldn't control the shakes that took possession of his meager body. Joy Boy needed a fix, and he needed it bad. He craned his head around at the crowds, searching for somebody, and he almost smiled with relief as he spotted the small, skinny form he was looking for. Willie came up fast, looking neither to the right or to the left. As he reached Joy Boy, he tapped his arm without a word, and they began walking downtown together, two thin pairs of shoulders hunched against the wind, four brown fists sunk deep into jacket pockets, seeking comfort that wasn't there. Joy Boy's voice cracked a little as he spoke. I made the connection. You get the money? His companion didn't answer. Instead, ducking his head lower, he began to walk even faster. Joy Boy tugged at Willie's sleeve, and his voice took on a frantic note. You hear me, man? I ain't got it. She wouldn't give me nothing. Joy Boy stopped in his tracks, stricken. Tightening his hold on Willie's sleeve, he whirled the smaller boy around to face him. His words were practically a wail of pain and rage. I told you she wouldn't do it. We done wasted all this time. They walked blindly together, ignoring the masses of people who surged over the avenue, giving it a color and humanity found only in the poorer neighborhoods of the world. Heavy women wearing headscarves and toting full shopping bags. Young bloods in fly threads and pointy-toe shoes with high heels. Okay, I love that because that's so 70s, just that sentence right there. Young oh, yeah. bloods in fly threads and pointy-toe shoes with high heels. Lovely, lithe, young black girls wearing Angela afros and microskirts despite the chill winds, their long brown legs smart in high boots. Again, just good writing. <laughs> just, I just, it's, I'm impressed by this book. Uh, kids ducking in and out of the crowds in busy private games of their own, darting nimbly into traffic and out again. Neither Willie nor Joy Boy was aware of anybody else on the street, only of their own need, their own desperate need to shoot up and stop the pain. Joy Boy's mouth tightened in a determined grimace. Now we're going to do it my way, he exclaimed, and he outlined his plan to Willie as they walked. The same old son that frowns on Harlem smiles like a whore on Park Avenue. On this lazy afternoon, it crept lovingly through the almost closed slats of the immaculate Louverge shutters and into the large apartment. The winter rays licked the polished wood of the expensive old furniture, making the polished surfaces gleam. Tracing the textures of the precious objects of glass and china that stood out around the room, caressing the contours of the bed covers, the furs, silks, and velvets that trailed carelessly onto the carpeted floor. The sun outlined the warm curves and valleys of the sleeping girl. Her naked skin gleamed like a, like a lily as the rays touched her round buttocks and warmed the nipple of an exposed breast. Ooh, it's getting hot in here. Oh, I, shit. I almost, I almost feel like breaking into Give Me Your Love from the fucking love scene of this movie. Uh, that song's great. Hell yeah. uh, she, lay, she lay sprawled over the rumpled uh, sheets. Her cloud of long, dark hair touched with chestnut, obscuring her face. Her body was that of a very young, very pampered, very satisfied woman. The sun gleamed momentarily on metal. An ankh, the cross of ancient Egypt, fashioned of platinum, 
hanging from a platinum chain, rested on the chest of the naked man beside her. He was awake, although in repose, his muscular arms clasped behind his head, his large, dark eyes open wide, clouded by thought. He was a handsome, powerfully built black man in his late 20s. His body and face were lean, but his shoulders were huge and his arms and thighs powerfully developed. His skin was the color of good coffee mixed with the heaviest cream. His nose thin and high bridged above the thick mustache, his lips full. Now they're really, really laying on the description here. Mm, heavy, uh, heavy cream. Yeah, heavy cream. From his high brow over his well-shaped head, silky black hair fell along, uh, fell over long sideburns straight to his shoulders. Although he was good-looking enough to stop a woman's breath when she set eyes on him, there was something in his face, a wariness, like that of a jungle animal, a hooded quality to the eyes that made men think twice about risking their ass for their women. All right, so that's, of course, introducing Superfly himself, Mr. Yeah. Ron O'Neill. Uh, I'm going to just stop there. That's a good five pages in. Um, and thank you all for this glorious reading of Superfly. Uh, the novelization uh, That's legit awesome. from 72. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Very good. Yeah. That, that wasn't even too silly. That was actually like too good to it be was, uh, a ridiculous read almost. Yeah, I know. It was actually <clears throat> like fairly well done. Like it, it really, it captures that grittiness. It reads like a crime novel, which I guess, you know, it is. I mean, there's the movies about crime and drug dealing and stuff. Um, really good movie if for those who haven't seen it uh it's not just a cheese fest of a black exploitation film like so many of those are it's not like blackula or something it's it's actually a good movie um so yeah i was impressed with the with the novelization and i wanted to read that opening because i liked the opening so much and it also leads into introducing superfly himself with that glorious overly descriptive I paragraph all about the way he looks yeah very good yeah. i love it <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get into the meat of our show uh, right. with with our topic, which is One, two, three, four. Halloween. Oh, you thought you could get away, mm -hmm. but you couldn't. We Wrong. brought the Halloween back. Uh, uh, uh. It is Halloween time. The mm -hmm. meat, mm -hmm. the meat mm -hmm. shot. Mm -hmm. That's Halloween. right. Halloween. Yeah, so we're just, uh, you know, we're going to talk about some Halloween stuff, right? And, uh, you know, yeah. also just, you know, maybe whatever else we've been up to and stuff like that. But uh, Halloween, you you mentioned or you mentioned your costume before. Uh, yes. You showed pictures of it. Uh, everyone can check it out on your social media. Is that for a, a party that you went to or that you're going to or uh, you usually <laughs> well, do something? Is there is there something associated with that or was that just for fun for you? Well, it was it was for a party that unfortunately got canceled uh pretty last well not total last minute but the same week uh it got canceled uh oh, no. which is which is unfortunate uh but you know it's still halloween i'm still gonna rock my teen wolf costume so i put it together and uh you know just had a little fun with it uh how about you? Are you doing anything? Uh, did you do anything special? Because, you know, this past weekend was kind of Halloween weekend. Yeah. You know, uh, Halloween falls on a Tuesday. Uh, so is that when you saw the, the play was this weekend? Yeah, I just yeah, I saw it last night, actually. So, okay. Sun, yeah. like, uh, as we're recording this. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's one of those things. And I was even thinking about this before we sat down to record. I was like, God, just 
I do. I'm in like Halloween land all the all the time. So right, it's kind of like, right. uh, I don't know, like, but today I'll wear a skeleton. Pretty, <laughs> right. I, well, I'll wear it anyway, you know, I'll, like, uh, I'll I'll eat pumpkin pie. I don't know. Yeah, I'll eat a bunch of butterfingers. That's I, what I, I do. I didn't have a party to go to or or anything like that or like put a costume together. Uh but I'm well, I'm always fine. pretty I'm always pretty dapper looking. But I true. uh I don't you know. Do, I've just do, been on the road so much and shit. So no, it's you just do, chilling. You do some costume like theatrics when you're on the road too. You do like of course. some yeah. wild uh, makeup and stuff. So got some great looks that I bust out, absolutely. That's true. That's um, true. So you that like out, all I, I think it was at uh I think it was at the last author con you broke out this like uh like this blue tuxedo yeah. jacket type of thing that was pretty pimping I fuck like yeah that. dude it was awesome i love that jacket yeah it, it um, was great <clears throat> thank you sir um you looked ready for prom circa 1975 i was coming to take all of everyone's daughters to prom and yes. uh that became a that became a problem <laughs> so uh uh so anyway i had to take i just i decided to take everybody's moms to prom instead so that's what I ah that, that worked so, out. yeah that was way better that was way better because <laughs> it uh, really they, is they could drive too so it was, it was awesome i didn't have to you know <laughs> but anyway enough about my prom um experience uh yeah right. i didn't i don't know it's just like i'm i've been on the go so much lately that i was just like eh, i'm not fucking you know yeah. my house is always awesome we did do well, a event the other on saturday uh, that was like an outdoor market, Halloween market, where they showed Hocus Pocus like on the screen outside. It was more for like kids mm-hmm. and shit, but yeah, you know, whatever. <clears throat> we gave out candy and shit. It was cool. Well, I know what you mean too, though. <clears throat> like being like horror writers and just general horror fanatics, it's it's kind of like it's Halloween all the time for for people like us. You know, uh, people sometimes ask me things like, "Oh, did you did you do a Halloween marathon? Did you watch any?" Uh, good horror movies the past week i'm like well yeah but i always am all the time you know um some some movies i'll or in shows i'll like save until this the month of october you know like when i I watch the simpsons all the time watch the reruns as i know you do too uh but i try to save the halloween ones for october you know i don't revisit them until then um i was gonna ask you about that i i did watch all of the treehouse of horrors throughout nice. like over like a couple of days just to sit in and just like working on drawing and stuff i yeah. just had i just had it on and was just fucking just because disney plus had them all just in the queue i don't, I don't yeah. know if you've seen that yeah. so i just started from the beginning and i watched every single one that's so. awesome i watched a lot of them um i watched a couple here and there and then actually last night i got uh i got really high and watched a bunch of them in a row nice um yeah uh because when i get really stoned i can't concentrate on new shit my mind just wanders so it was good mm-hmm. to just put on uh just put on the old simpsons trails of horrors uh i am a, a little peeved i've got beef with fox or disney whoever's decision this was uh this year's halloween episode is is going to be late it's going to be in november uh it's like why didn't you just do it earlier because they had new episodes earlier this month so why not just have done one of the Halloween one, one of those times instead. I don't know. It aggravates me. They've done this in the it, past. Too. It, it, they have over it, but yeah, I was going to say they, they have, it's happened a couple of times and they reference it as well. They do. Um, yeah. When it happens. I yeah, like Kang and Kodos referenced it one time. They're like, these idiots are showing a Halloween show in November. Who's yeah. thinking about Halloween? We already got our Christmas stuff out. You know, I think yeah. the culprit of that is the NFL schedule. 
and is why uh well i thought that as well i thought that as well because it preempts the shows and stuff but like i said they already they've played episodes already in october Mm -hmm. uh the new new simpsons episode so why not just swap one of those out and play that one later and and play the halloween one earlier i would rather have a halloween episode in uh, on october 1st than november 1st you know true no absolutely i'm sure it has a lot a lot of ins and outs of scheduling and how this episode is already set to come out who knows dude i don't you know fuck, I where, look where to, you know what i blame the goddamn what I, the fa- I blame, fascists I, I well that's the opposite i guess of what i was gonna say i was gonna say i blame uh joe biden uh oh <laughs> he's the president right so it's the uh, president's fault everything it's not that kind of a wrong. show not that kind of a show dude <laughs> oh, uh, i thought i thought uh, 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 <laughs> no no i'm not trying to single out Biden. That's a commercial. Just, Hello, my I'm honey. Joking. Hello, my <laughs> right. no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not no. trying to attack I know, Biden. I, I, I was saying that whoever is president is in charge of everything at that time. So if there was someone well, they're else certainly in, office, in charge of Halloween. That. They are. They're, so they're, they're certainly in charge. Yes. Get it together. Yeah. Biden. Thanks get your Halloween point. shit together. We want yeah. it. <laughs> get it together, old man. Oh yeah. fuck. Uh but but uh Speaking of horror movies, I did watch some movies and some other stuff that that's actually new. I don't. I, I mean, I watch a lot of stuff that I've already seen. I, I I'm really trapped in the 20th century as far as the stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I watched you know Night of the Demons and you know the Michael Myers Halloween movies and all that this time of year. I I like to revisit them. Uh, but I did watch some new shit too that I thought I would bring up. Um, one movie that I saw, I don't know if you've seen it yet, uh, but it's the uh, from Argentina, and it's um, uh, When Evil Lurks, and Damn it's it. a pos- it's a possession film. Uh, it's been getting a lot of buzz. A lot of people have been praising it, and I have to agree with them. Uh, it's really intense. Uh, it has some excellent gore and practical effects, and it's just got some moments where, I, where even I was like, oh, shit. You know, and it takes a lot for a horror movie to shock me, but there was some good shit in this movie. Uh, highly recommended. It is on Shutter now, um, cool. and uh, so that was a really good one. And then I also saw one called Sympathy for the Devil, and this is kind of a, a sleeper because I haven't seen anyone talking about this. Uh, and now, to be fair, it's not necessarily a horror movie, but it's just as violent and gory as any horror movie. Uh, so it's more of a thriller. It actually has uh, the Hitcher vibes. You remember the Hitcher mm-hmm. uh, with, with Rudger Hauer, you know? Yeah. Uh, it it kind of has that feel to it. Uh, and it uh, stars my my husband Nicholas Cage, uh, and he's completely unhinged in the movie. Shocking to hear, I know. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but he's he's terrifying in it. He he's genuinely scary. Some of the stuff that he says is really intense, uh, and and so I really liked it. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because I love Nicholas Cage. There's plenty of terrible Nicholas Cage movies I would never recommend to anyone. But this one was actually good, and it was also kind of one of those chamber pieces where the majority of it is just two characters and the dialogue, and uh, okay. you know, it's like these, it's these two guys in a car for the most for the majority of the film. Uh, so it was, it was re- pretty cool. A real car. Uh, uh, yes, a real car. It's not just Nicolas Cage and the other actor just <laughs> sitting in just, chairs. Just pay it like with their hand yes, out. Yes. Now I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm calling Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, no, so that was that was pretty badass too. Um I also saw uh Talk to Me, which is a I, I, I want to see that. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's an Australian film. Uh it was okay. 
I wasn't as impressed with it as a lot of people seem to be, but that was just my take. Um, I, I will say, and I'm not giving anything away. This is like the very beginning of the movie. It's the whole plot of the movie. Uh, basically, these these young people, they have this mummified hand. And when they talk to it, like they can communicate with the dead, right? Uh, so I thought instead of calling it talk to me, they should have called it talk to the hand. Huh? Eh? Oh, man. Come on, that, come Strike on, that's two, dude. No. Come on, that's fucking <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm sure that's it's like joke. what if that's like like the like the British title or something because you know they have alternate yeah. titles for things over there. Like that, talk I to the hand, that. right? Talk that, to that the is, hand. I know that's like an outdated Jerry Springer kind of uh, line to use, but come on, they're, that's what they're doing for the movie. They're talking to a hand. Call it. It's talk right to the hand. there. It's, it's right, right there. there. It's right fucking there. funny. It's funny. It Don't you're take right. yourself so seriously. You're right. You, Australia, yeah. you're on notice. Yeah, you're on notice. <laughs> Tobias, did you take a collect call from the States? <laughs> Jesus, we're out of control with the um <clears throat> no, that's never out of control. I um yeah, I watched recently uh I rewatched it because I hadn't seen this since it came out in the theater, but Evil Dead Rise. Did you watch that already or no? I, I did. I did see it. Uh not in the theater, but I did watch it probably, I don't know, not too long, maybe a month ago. Yeah. I watched it uh, while I was on the road this couple weeks ago, and I yeah. liked it more than I uh, better than I liked it in the theater. Mostly because I was like, "Oh, I don't remember any of this movie because I'm yeah. just high, high all the time or something." All the time, right? But high I was like, old. "Yeah, that's, that's <clears> I was thing. like, "Oh, I like okay. This is not as bad as I thought. It, I guess it was, or I my initial takeaway was just like kind of mm. eh." But uh, I like I was I, li- I was a little warmer on it this time. Um, mm. So I don't know. You didn't you didn't yeah. like it? I take it. Uh, well, I, no, actually, I was going to agree with you in the, in the sense that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be because everyone told me it was an absolute piece of shit. Uh, well, just about everyone. Uh, and then I saw it was like it was on some streaming thing for free, something that I already had. And I was like, fuck it, it's Evil Dead. And I wanted to check it out for myself, you know, and mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't as horrible as everyone made it out to be. Not at all. Uh, it had some some good gore and some fun moments. Um, I didn't think it was great though i probably won't revisit it um it did remind me a lot of demons 2 with everyone being in the, the high rise and being attacked yeah. by demons I mean, it's the same kind of thing but um and i didn't really have much of an attachment to the characters at all i didn't really care uh so it wasn't great but it, it certainly had some fun moments like uh particularly in the end with like the grinder and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I don't want to give it away. If people haven't seen it, but it had some 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 wild gore in it. So, you know, they were trying something different. I don't fault them for that at all. Yeah, yeah. So I liked it, but and they they throw some nods to Evil Dead in there with the shotgun and chainsaw and you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they drop some which, lines. Which, which and that that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess. I guess I can see why some people would like it because it is kind of a fan service type of thing. But I kind of, that was one of the things that I didn't like the movie because I was like, all right, you're doing something different. You're trying to do your own thing. Don't constantly do these callbacks. You know, like I think at one point she even says like, come get some or, or groovy or something like that. I'm like, don't just recycle the other stuff from the evil dead. Do If you're going to do your own thing, do it completely. Uh, but you know, that was my take. Yeah, I, I agree, but you do have to throw some of that, some of that in there, just so people could be like, yeah, huh? you know, like the, like the comic uh, stuff you said. You know, you got to throw your hits in there with wrap it all in. The new- anyway, it doesn't do. matter; we it's do. subjective. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> that's I, I watched that, but uh, an oldie, but a goodie, which is not really a, a how it's not a horror movie, but definitely a thriller that's pretty horrifying. Uh, Seven, I watched that while I was on the uh, road yeah. again. Always a yeah, good that's one. A classic. That's a was, classic. You know, I I this is wild. I saw that movie for the first time with my grandmother. Uh, I and I, I yeah, I was there. <laughs> no, I'm just, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I was there. Uh, I I took a date to see this movie when it was in the theater. My grandmother, your grandmother, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. I, remember. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember you guys. And I brought, I brought along my little grandson, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've talked about my grandmother before on the yes. show. She, yes. she loved horror. She loved it, and so we went to see Seven together. And it was a little, a little awkward though, because uh, you know there is some, some graphic shit in that movie. Um, you know, but whatever. We watched a lot of horror movies together. But the cool part is she predicted the ending. Uh, she knew like she knew what was going to happen with the wife's head being cut off and everything. She was like, I know what's going to happen. Do you know? And I'm like, no, I don't know. And she like jotted it down. And oh, shit. Uh, yeah, like she jotted down what the ending was. And like when the movie was over, she was like, open what I jotted down. And sure enough, you know, it said like, she, you know, he killed the wife and cut off her head and you know, all that stuff. Oh, man. And it, was, it was pretty amazing. She was awesome. But that that's I love that movie because of that memory more than anything else like seeing it with her and her predicting the ending i love that memory you know that's so, cool yeah that's my fondness for for seven um i i watched uh, I, I mentioned I, the nine of the demons i watched uh the first two uh there is a third one that that is kind of just man it's okay but uh, i love the first two and i'm in the camp um and it, it's it's hard for me to are, say this are you talking demons or night of the demons night of the demons night okay. of the demons yeah go to you because yeah i did mention demons too uh as well but but i'll talk about night of the demons um and uh uh what was i saying about it oh yeah uh it, i i have more nostalgia around the first one because i saw that so many times before i even got around to the second one yeah this is back in the day when you know, there was no internet or anything, so movies were harder to find, even if you knew they existed, yet hunt them down. Uh, but having seen it several times in the past 10 years or so, uh, I think two is just as good, if not better, than the first one. I mm -hmm. love part two. Part two is just, it's the first one on steroids, as any good sequel should right. be. Uh, right. You know, Terminator 2, Ghoulies 2, you know, mm -hmm. they just, just amp it up, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there so people can write in and tell me how wrong I am. Because I tell people that that uh, I love part two more than the first one and they flip the fuck out. Uh, but it's just good. It's 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 super entertaining. Loads of hot babes in it. Um, it, it yeah, it's uh, excellent. Like this is, you know, I have this on Blu-ray as well. Yeah. Um, I love Night of the Demons. Yeah. Um, well, I believe uh, Scream, Scream Factory just put out like a box set of all three of them like in a deluxe oh they did set. yeah yeah uh, i don't have that uh i i just have the older blu-rays but um and i just have the first two i don't know if you ever saw part three it's okay but it's not not amazing um and then there was a remake but let's just pretend there wasn't uh, oh the remake is so bad dude i've heard yeah it's uh, got you, it's got what's saying, his name it's i was gonna got, say are you implying that eddie furlong made a bad movie oh <laughs> uh, and let me tell you this mm. eddie furlong he's probably old eddie he's probably yeah. the best thing best thing going on in that movie damn son so <clears throat> Wow, that's a, don't that's need a rough to, statement. Nobody <laughs> needs to visit it. You're right. Yeah. I did. I did it. I went to the mountain for you. 
for you okay. all. So don't, don't took, do he it. Took, he took a hit for us here, folks. Appreciate it and move on. But instead, just watch uh, the originals. <laughs> Those are great. Yeah. yeah. So one and two at least are. are great. Yeah. So. And there's like so titties I, that can't turn into hands and, you know. Oh, yeah. That's the, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Zoe, Zoe Trilling is the name of the actress. She had a great rack, man. I'd say. Linnea Quigley. She puts the, the, the lipstick in her oh, titties. Oh, the lipstick through her yeah. boob. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, great, in the first one. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of titties. Like, is this the important? Mm-hmm. Is what we're taking away from this? It's a titty movie. Uh, uh, well, mm-hmm. no, it's more than no, that. It's, it's much more than that. But this is 80s horror when they just always had gratuitous uh, TNA in those movies. It's one of the reasons that we love them so much. Uh, I am Uh, not afraid to say it, even in this hypersensitive culture of ours that we have now. I like seeing boobs in movies. Sue me. I don't fucking care. um, I'll see you in court. But uh, no, uh, (laughs) you will probably you will appreciate this. I got a uh, I picked up a VCR from another vendor while I was on the road because I've been trying to get one. And he had, and so I bought one, and uh, like I immediately bought Hellraiser three for it. But oh my god! <laughs> uh, but after that, like I was at, um, I did the uh, I vent, I I vended at the Joe Bob Briggs uh, drive-in thing event here in Las Vegas, and uh, there was a vendor there next to me that had a bunch of VHS tapes. So I walked away with Saturday Night Fever, Over the Top, oh, uh, nice. And then two nice. porno porno tapes, and that's it. Very that's good. all I have. So nice. Yeah. Gay gay porn? No, uh, I mean it, it probably maybe, but it's just two <laughs> you porno. You haven't watched them yet? <laughs> uh, no, uh, define gay porn. No, it's uh yeah, I got a they're like uh kind of throwback. One of them's like the free shit you get with your order from Adam and Eve or something, and one of them's just like yeah. hot babes. Fucking, you know, or what? It's like hot babes. This, fucking, that, that's man. pretty much. That's pretty much it. Yeah, <laughs> they really, they really didn't. Uh, they really didn't get too creative with the title. Huh? <laughs> it was four thirty and Friday in the writers' room for that one. They were like, "All right, let's what, get out of here. Just what, lock it in. Let's go. Come on, first round's on me." <laughs> what's the other one called? Porno? <laughs> it, no, the other one's called "This Is Your Free uh, Your Free Adult Movie." <laughs> it's just that's what it says on the. It says, "Here's your free adult movie." Right. <laughs> So oh, that's great. That's great. Well, yeah. Hollow, uh, I'm sorry. Um, Hellraiser three. I forget his name, but I believe the guy who directed that just passed away recently. I saw something about it, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, often uh, maligned uh, Hellraiser, and it's not. It's not it the is. best, but I I always. Have it's fun. not the worst though. It's not no, the worst. The blurst not of by times. far. It's definitely uh, not. Uh, but no, it it is uh, it is kind of uh, looked down upon because that was the first one where they kind of tried to do like a slasher thing with Pinhead, like he's going after people and killing them, which isn't really the nature of Pinhead and the Cenobites. Yeah, and uh, then they they take them way more hell, like in the sense of what hell is, in like the biblical sense, than they do. Yeah. This is like they first like make like a very hard turn into that. I noticed right. I was, again when I was watching rewatching it the other night. I was like, "Oh yeah, they, this is when they really try to make it like, yeah, just uh, hey, just geez, like it's very blasphemous on purpose. Yeah, it's just like uh, just like the Scarlet Gospels where Pinhead like meets the devil, which was unexpected and weird. But yeah, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but um, uh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the other thing with that movie that uh, that I never really cared for was the whole like 
Cenobites that he makes at Radio Shack, <laughs> you know, like rather than the cool Cenobites like Butterball and all that, they just he like makes them like there's a guy with like a a video the, camera for the an camera, eye, yeah, and there's a guy who like has CDs sticking he out of his head. D- yeah, he was the DJ. Uh, it's, it's so fucking stupid, dude. It's but so it's, stupid. It's fun. Yeah, Anthony yeah, yeah, it, Anthony Hickox, the, the director. He uh he did die. He died on October 9th Okay, yeah. So okay, so yeah, rest in power. It, uh-huh. I also we need to say rest in power to Richard Mull of Night Court. Mm-hmm. Uh he passed away. Uh Richard Mull was in some great horror movies, including yeah. uh Evil Speak and House and oh, yeah. uh, a little a little full moon picture that I watched for the first time recently called Dungeon Master. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh don't don't yeah. ever touch your stand-up money. Your, your tonight your, your tonight show money. Just use <laughs> your tonight stand- show money. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, no, uh, of course. Yeah, Dungeon Master. Yeah, I've seen, seen that? that. Yeah, I'm pretty. You, you me, know, I'm with Richard, sure. where Rich, with Richard Mull, he's uh, he's kind of like a Satan character in it. Uh, but it's about this guy who, like, he he works in video games and like he gets sucked into the supernatural simulation. Uh, and it was kind of, I mean, it's it's a campy old '80s full moon movie, so don't expect too much, people. But what was cool about it? It was is it was kind of an anthology movie, like creep show, you know, with different mm-hmm. stories. But uh, all the stories were interlinked because it all had this same guy. He was just going through different levels. Like the devil kept changing the game, you know. Yeah, yeah. And what they did is they had different directors shoot each segment. So, like, you know, there's like a segment that's like a slasher movie, and and one guy did that, and then there's one that's more like a fantasy movie, and another guy did that. Uh, and of course, the best part for me was there's a whole like heavy metal concert scene yeah. where where the metal band Wasp is performing, and I Yeesh. fucking I, <laughs> I, I dude I, I love I love Wasp I love Wasp, yeah. uh, and the whole concert is just it's so unbelievably eighties it's it's great Hell so yeah I I enjoyed that movie Dungeon Master check I saw that fairly recently I was very high watching it which I think definitely added to the experience (laughs) so be sure to do your drugs kids before you watch these movies eat up drugs and Dungeon Master drug and master yeah Uh, Drungeon Master damn it I I think Drugon Master like with an an apostrophe the Drugon Master there you go absolutely Uh, Okay, uh, so this is all stuff. Well, this is all Halloween viewing that we've we've had. So uh, that's one of the reasons we're giving you all this. So if you're looking for some fun stuff to watch this Halloween, uh, there you go. The other thing that I saw that I definitely wanted to mention because I've been kind of obsessed with this video, and I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a new music video by Till Lindman, uh, who is uh, you know the frontman for uh, Rammstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got a new song uh, called uh, Zung, which is, uh, I think I'm saying it right. Uh, it's German for tongue. Uh, and the video is just full on body horror. Uh, and it, like, you can watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, shit. Let me, let me get this, the spelling of it in case I'm saying it wrong. Uh, it's uh, yeah, Zung, Z-U-N-G-E. Uh, and you can look this up, like I said, on YouTube. Uh, the video comes with a warning before it, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, it it has some graphic, real body stuff, mutilation, things like that. Uh, a great song and a very well done video. Like it starts off with uh, like a body camera going through his fucking stomach, 
And then the next thing is he's getting his lips sewn shut for real. This isn't special effects. They tell it, you that at the beginning. Yeah, of the, thing. the beginning does say this is there's no special effects supervisor or anything on the set. It's, it's just him doing this crazy shit, which well, it's crazy. Well, no. Well, no, no, they did. They did. They did have like because I read up on it because I'm so I'm so obsessed. Oh, okay. with it. Uh, but I looked into it. and There's even like a behind the scenes video. So they did have like med like medical professionals do this. Like it's a medical professional that's stitching right. up his mouth. Yeah. Uh, and there's like you know doctors there when he was doing the the camera getting shoved down his stomach. Uh, so you know they did it safely by professionals, but it's not special effects. There's, there's yeah, that's no, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's that's the thing. There's it's not special effects. He's really getting his lips. Sewn, sewn together it's pretty insane yeah uh it, so it, i recommend that to all horror fans uh uh you know uh till lindman and rumstein uh even if you're not into like the heavy metal music or whatever uh, the videos that the guys do are always very heavily horror themed and shocking um so if you're you know if a horror fan I, I think you'd be remiss to not check it out it's uh it's very bizarre why like he's do he does many things in this video why why is yeah. he eating a pack of cigarettes at one point what, what yeah. is what is that about because i i don't I know, know what the is song weird. is about like I, so i don't know if the song is addressing like some overarching theme as to why maybe he's did these things what they represent in the song but not knowing german i have no idea but I'm yeah. watching. I'm like, well, why is he doing that? Well, you'll notice. You'll notice that, like, right around when he does that, he also eats a wine glass. He's like drinking. Yeah, wine he eats glass, dude. and he eats the fucking wine glass. Yeah. So uh, that one was like, oh well, god, Jesus. So like, I was wondering if maybe like it has something to do with vices because he eats cigarettes and then he eats the wine glass. So like wine, tobacco. Like maybe it had something to do with that. Maybe that's some kind of sim symbolism. He eats a heart uh, too. He does. That's like the the creme all the creme of the video. He eats a fucking. I, I think it's like a cow's heart. Cow's heart, like. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He eats a fucking heart. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and again, this is not special effects. There's some sleight of hand stuff that they do in it. Like you know, at one moment it looks like he's ripping this woman's hand off and eating it, but like I've, it's it, he's not. It's like a sleight of hand trick. But it's no special effects. He's like, he's like, uh, uh, real tigers are licking blood off his face and stuff. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Nuts. It's fucking bananas. Yeah very scary uh, the guy really he really puts on like a freak show like the whole uh eating broken glass thing that's something that like sideshow freaks do where they'll eat glass and like uh, apparently there's like a like human blockhead type person like sword, yeah sword yeah or even like uh some of like the the illusionist like david blaine he eats glass too um, what why yeah no well it's 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 an illusion it's a trick like well, i mean they're really doing it but apparently there's like a way that you can do it where you can chew it properly and make it small enough that you can swallow it it's a trick uh but uh i think uh with with lindman and with some people in some areas of germany like the tough guys it, it's i read somewhere this i don't know how true this is but i did read this that it was kind of like a tough guy thing too of like being able to eat glass like you do it in bars to kind of prove your machismo you know mm. you would like drink a beer and eat the fucking glass you know? jesus like, christ yeah yeah it's pretty wild <laughs> so yeah i said this i said this to you the other day it's just yeah. it's like uh because and i sent it to some other friends that we met to, you mentioned jonathan butcher the three of us did a whole show on german horror culture right uh, a, a two-part episode two uh, so of course i sent it to him and he and i were talking about it as well uh really really good video folks uh zong check check it out yeah that is very cool yeah. um 
I uh, kind of in the same vein, but different in that it's a, a, a music video and it's a, actually an elongated uh, music video uh, movie um, put on. I, I uh, just watched this the other day too. A uh, band called Ice Nine Kills. Uh, not the kind of music them. you do know yeah. them. Okay, because they I do, do horror yeah. music. So they have this album uh, called Welcome to Horrorwood, and they basically shot this whole like movie of the singer being on trial, and as they're showing all the videos from the album, which they did like seven or eight videos from from it. But Bill Mosley's in it. Uh, Scout compton taylor whatever her name is um oh okay a bunch of like people from like the horror community joe bob plays the judge uh oh, well. it's it's like a bunch of people from the horror community that i'm like oh it's so and so oh it's so and so and uh it's it's if you it's it's very cool to watch it's super gory because they have a censored version and uncensored version so there's a lot of like gore in like the killings and stuff that are happening um so you know you just have to like like i i enjoy that kind of music you know i don't uh it's you know like newer metal but their guitar players mm-hmm. fucking rip dude just like and uh, i think spencer's got a good voice and uh it's it's a cool hall especially like creepy halloween thing to watch just because it's a horror movie all the way through and uh horror movie videos about horror movies yeah uh, so i've not i've not seen i've not seen that one but i've seen some of their videos in the past uh, my my friend author um, Mona Kabani, she's a huge fan. She introduced oh, cool. me to them. Uh, she introduced me to Ice Nine Kills and um, uh, like in, like some of the videos. Uh, you know, like they I think there's one where they have like Michael Myers in it and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they they their their videos are very much like horror films as well. Yeah, so that that that's a newer thing they did the horrorwood deal, um, but it's like a narrative wraparound mini movie with all their videos in it. So I like that kind of stuff. It was fun. Um, yeah. It's not 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 like uh, getting your lips sewn shut and eating cigarettes, but <laughs> right, you know, right, right. it'll it'll do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, Lindman really uh, did himself with that last video, man. Jesus, it was it's horrendous. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's I think that's everything that uh, you know, all the new stuff that I that I watched. Yeah. I mean, there were there were some other new movies that i saw that i wasn't that i really didn't like but i'm not gonna just rag on them on the show um so uh so yeah that's all some some good stuff for everyone to check out yeah halloween in between you know carving pumpkins and and things like that did you carve pumpkins this year i had to not 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 carve any pumpkins this year no costume no pumpkins you are a failure i am I'm a, I'm a I'm a Scrooge, I guess now. Uh, Halloween right? Scrooge, get off my be, lawn, you kids! I'm eating you're be all visited, the candy. You're going to be visited by the ghosts of Halloween, you know, just like Roseanne was. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd yeah. be down for that. I'd be down for that. <laughs> when's when's the last? What was the last Halloween costume you did, and when? Can you remember? Jesus, because um, I don't remember you ever like showing me you and. All the years we've been friends, I don't remember you ever having a costume, which is kind of lame. Was I was a werewolf at one? That was years ago. I did have a full. I still have it full costume, like the like a mascot type costume of uh, the bunny from Donnie Darko. Ah, uh, yeah. I because yeah. I, I smoke. I would smoke inside of it and let all the smoke fill up in the head. Um, 
man i gotta but... revisit that movie that's a good movie and i haven't seen it in a long time yeah it's a decent one it's it's worth a worth a rewatch i uh I yeah, did i've always liked it captain i have it Spaulding. i i have it i just oh you did yeah. you did uh i did captain spaulding uh, at one point but uh that movie has just had its anniversary 20 years i saw yeah they house of a thousand like corpses i can't believe it's been that long yeah it it's doesn't like, seem like it but right yeah we are god damn dude 20 years 20 years 20 years of rob zombie movies <clears throat> and we'll just yeah. leave it at that that's all we'll uh, say <laughs> that's all we'll say uh but uh yeah yeah i saw that as well 20 years uh oh yeah oh that's what i say uh rest in peace to richard mole and also we lost uh fuck what's his name the guy from friends matthew perry uh, Matt, Matt Perry, that's it. We lost him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest so in power. Rest, rest in power. I've never seen a single episode of Friends. You're good. Good uh, for not, you. You're better for not, it. I'm sure I am. At least not, not all the way. Like I've seen bits and pieces here and there, but it just never appealed to me. But I know it has a massive fan base. So for all the, the friends out there, the friends of friends. <laughs> for all uh, of the friends of friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> we say you. happy send off. Matthew no, Perry. No, we we uh we feel for you. We we love you. And all the fans of Night Court. Uh we, dude, a lot of people from Night Court are dead now. Yeah. Most of them. I think the only one that's the only one left is John Larroquette and the woman who was the uh bailiff. The other, the other bailiff. The female woman. bailiff. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? The, 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 the black woman, because there was yeah. another woman who died while they were making the show. And uh and so she's been gone forever. The original, like other bailiff yeah i think she died when they making the show um yeah everybody else is dead everybody. everybody else is dead now the question is did their dreams come true <sighs> say i guess well, that. that's a good segue back to yeah. <laughs> way to bring it all home you'll never know bring it all home you'll never know at <laughs> them i don't know i think that's all that's that's all it's fit to be did you have any other points to make uh on your list there or anything i don't think this show had any any oh, okay yeah i didn't think no <laughs> no no uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a fun time <laughs> no no it's uh this is the thing folks is uh you know we've we always would put a lot of work into the show like john wayne in particular would puts a lot of work into it mixing it making sure it sounds good putting up the video all that stuff uh and i would always put in a lot of work uh on my end like when we would pick a topic i would do a shitload of research and have all these notes and everything we didn't really have time for any of that with this show. I mean, John Lane will still do the mixing. It's, but yeah, this will be a jump up and go. This was a put your pants on and go episode. Kind it of. was. It was. We just we we couldn't let uh, the holiday pass without doing our Halloween special. We've done it every year since we started the show in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we back then we were doing a show every week. It was awesome. Uh, we're just too too busy to do that these days, but. You know, we're still best buds and we still enjoy talking and we love putting on a little show for all the listeners out there. So. And, and I think we'll be back, uh, you know, maybe not weekly, but we'll we'll be back on a semi-regular basis. How about that? I would I would like that to try oh. to do it more more regularly. It's been a long hiatus, but fear we're not. We're back. We're better. There, there's still plenty of vital social issues to discuss. So uh, many. So many. Uh, so, so, so many. Stay but, tuned. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, it won't be another ten months before the next episode. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It won't be. Um, absolutely. Chris, give them your uh, website. 
Yes, check me out at trianahorror.com for signed books and other Merc. Uh, like we said earlier, plenty of new material out, all sorts of new things. Uh, and you can find Mr. John Wayne at johnwayneisdead.com to get all sorts of cool products, including his new book, his new magazine. Uh, So check it all out. And we appreciate you always uh, listening and welcome back. Welcome back and happy Halloween to everybody out there. No matter what you're doing, uh, if you're having a party or or if you're a a total loser like me and you're just going to sit at home by yourself on Halloween watching horror movies. You're still watching horror movies. You're still having a fun Halloween. It comes once a send, year. Send me a Have video fun. of you watching horror movies in your costume tomorrow, please. Uh, I'll, I, I, sure. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. Yeah. Why <clears throat> that, not? That's just say yes, dude. No, no, no. I'm probably going to watch no. movies with, with friends actually. Uh, but, cool. uh, but, uh, but what I was saying is like, even if you're not putting on a big deal, it's still Halloween. Still enjoy yourself. Read a scary book. Maybe. By yeah. uh, one of us, maybe. Yeah, or your favorite That's... other spooky authors, you know. Lots of good yeah. ones. But we're the best, so yeah. us. Okay. All right. <laughs> I guess that's everything, everybody. Have a wonderful Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.